Hello, all you Bay Brother listeners. Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Bay Brothers Podcast. Today, we are very welcome um, to be joined by Mr. Rocco Mort and Mr. Colin Starker, a recurring guest on the show. Loaded show today. We got Dose Final Fours, Final Four of Best Smells to start the show, and a Final Four of Being Lazy or Ways to Procrastinate to end the show. And then we'll just break down the sports in the middle of it, some baseball basketball second half predictions um some food debate about underrated desserts and our opinions on fireworks and in general the fourth of july after lax week's uh, annual edition of the fourth of july but first to introduce our show our friends We got our first final four of the day, final four of best smells. So, um, as the host today, I'll start it off as the first one, and um, I'm gonna go with ah here. I'm gonna go with the baseball, just the actual baseball, fresh baseball. Um, that's usually a pretty basic one for me. Every time I see a new baseball, usually just pick it up, give it a good whiff. Does it have to be like new, or can it be old one too? Um, usually new is better because old sometimes doesn't have even a smell at all. Or it's like wet and grimy and yeah. not very good at all. So yeah, that's my first one. Okay, for my first one, this is also pretty mm, debating between two. I'll go, I'll go grilling in general. Specifically, my first, the best smell for me in the world is the smell of a nice fresh charcoal grill. You know, just getting it going, the smoke coming up. But then secondly, I'll go wood-fired grill, specifically Traeger grill, um, hickory pelts, apple pelts. They smell wonderful in the backyard. Nice 72 degree summer day in the afternoon. Nothing better. I'd have to say my favorite smell is a nice fresh open bag of Doritos. <laughs> What's the reasoning behind this? Uh, every time I smell Doritos, I really want to eat them, and they taste very good. <laughs> going to you. All right, first of my two, I'm going to go with gasoline. You know, America's favorite. <laughs> Who doesn't like gasoline, really? Okay, for my second one, I'm going to go with freshly opened tennis balls. Very vibrant smell. Whenever you look at a freshly opened can of tennis balls, you just can't wait to stick your nose in there and take a big heaping whiff. <laughs> just inhale it all. Very, very, very. My second favorite smell would have to be fire, especially because it sticks with you for many hours after on your clothes. And I love the smell of just smoke and fire in general. Well, would you say that's somewhat of a negative? Because, I mean, it's good to have the smell free for a while, but then you're going somewhere and you got to, like, take a quick shower right away because it's going to be a nuisance around you. Well, I'm going to have to say no to that because I like to annoy other people, so. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. For my next one, I will go with um, bacon. There's nothing better than waking up nice Saturday morning, mother's cooking bacon in the oven, Oh, this, the aroma around the room, it is vibrant. Um, I feel like bacon, like the smell of bacon, is just like sending good vibes into your body. It um, it really changes you, and oh, that smell is just heavenly. All right, for my uh, next pick, I'm going to go with sunscreen. Um, there's been studies what? of <laughs> that it actually helps the mind um, for people, that it like uh, clears them up. Um, Wait, like when, you put, like when you put on sunscreen? No, just the smell. Really? Just the smell. 
um, makes people more happy. And there's other um, aromas like that. Um, there's like citrus and other things like that. If people like to choose those later on, but um, sunscreen anyway. And it just like reminds you of summer, um, getting tan, being in the warmth. Okay, and but all that. reminding you of summer, you only use sunscreen in the summer. So no, that is so false. If you travel somewhere false. in the spring, is that summer? No. Okay, got me on that one. Got me. So, so you're basically saying only Midwesterners only use like you're saying. Okay, okay. So I, I was saying in the Midwest type of mind because in the Midwest we only use summer like three months a year. I would say we, we only use summer three we're times. Only, summer. Only use sunscreen. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well, you're thinking inside the box right now. You got to think the whole world here. So for my second one, since this is a snake draft, I'm gonna go with the home smell. Um. You know, this is a little more versatile here, different home for you, for me, um, for other people. So it's my home smell that's, you know, courtesy to me. It's when I go away and I come home and I feel that home smell. Do you like other people's home smells or is it just your own? Um, I'd probably say there's a select few people who I like the home smell, like my grandma's house. It's a very nice home smell. Um, so it depends on the person. But usually it's just my home smell for me. What about, like, hotel smell? You into that? Eh, hotel smells just kind of okay. Because sometimes you get, like, the smoking room. I'm, no, I'm big sucks. I'm big fan of hotel smells. But, like, chlorine throughout the entire building. I'm a, I'm a big fan of that. Yes, yeah, that, that, that that might be a little bit of smell. Just, yes, yeah. exactly. Okay, my next pick. I'm going to go with... Uh, I'll go with fresh cut grass. Oh, um, I missed that one. <laughs> yeah. How, that, was my, that was my one one. <laughs> fresh cut grass is um, great... Just like laying in it, it's actually been shown that you connect with nature and the earth when you're laying in it or you're running in it. Um, it's really good for your soul. And they're starting to, to do a lot more yoga outside and, you know, grass because you're just more one with nature and like the earth and all the good bacteria it spreads around. But the smell of it is just as good as the, um, the health benefits, I would say. Uh, my third favorite would probably be a vacuum cleaner, <laughs> especially when it starts to overheat and it just has that like burning smell in the room. <laughs> it's one of my favorites, honestly. For my third one, I'm going to go with swaying pine trees. Swaying pine trees, just the sweet smell of the pine seeping off the trees. Nothing better, I don't, I think. And uh, for my fourth and final one. Wait, wait, wait. going back to this, why do they have to be swaying? Why can't they just be? Because the, the wind, the, yeah. the wind brings oh. the smell off the tree Fair. itself. Yeah. So my fourth and final one, I'm gonna go freshly opened paint. Uh, kind of has that same little tangy smell like gasoline, I think, but it just sticks with you. But nice, nice cascade blue Sherwin Williams can of paint. Can't mm. beat it. Nothing better. I think laundry, or fresh laundry would be one of my favorites because of the detergent and nice fresh smell of it. <laughs> All right, for my final pick, I thought it would be stolen off the board, but luckily enough, fourth round, getting a gem here, the new car smell, as Peyton Manning said in the Nationwide commercial. Man, I love that new car smell. Peyton said it best. Oh, terrible, just, terrible, it's, it's like, terrible. Yeah, I, I agree. Terrible, if, terrible. It makes me feel sick, honestly. Yeah. No, Are you serious? No, no like pre like new SUVs. If you're sitting in the back, puke. Honestly, puke. yes, thank it you. It is terrible. Yeah, okay. When you get like, least, a rent a car, those are awful. Okay, at least Subaru or like Honda CRV, the smell is unbelievable. No. Okay, maybe False. maybe SUVs are different. False. I'm gonna have yes. to agree with Andrew here. Thank you, Rocco, my terrible. man, terrible. my man. Terrible. I, I do like the new cars now. Terrible. 
All right, for my last pick, um, we talked about it earlier, and I'm going to go with chlorine. Mm-hmm. Um, like you guys said, throughout the hotel, that Very is a big. positive smell. And um, usually, you know, if it's hot and, you know, you go to a pool, um, it just reminds you of swimming and wanting to jump in and cool off and that sort of thing. All right, we got any honorable mentions? I'm, I got uh, one, a good a good book, like a new a new book, mm-hmm. just like opening it, smelling it around. Um, I also say nice. ocean slash lake. Good. You, you mentioned it earlier. You alluded to it. Um, citrus, lemons, oranges, mm-hmm. even grapefruit. Fresh towels or hot towels? Yes. <clears throat> yes. Great one. Colin, anything? I, I, I mean, I was going to say, like, fresh cut watermelon. I don't know if any of you get that. but I don't get like, a smell from that, really. I kind of just, like, feel and... Yeah, like, the good, like you're a big watermelon, dude. Yeah. Who I mean, isn't, honestly, though? I a ton of watermelon. I mean, I, I just feel, like, new. Also, yeah, watermelon... Yeah. Watermelon, you get like two in one because you're both clenching your thirst and you get a good taste at the same time. I don't, but I don't quench my thirst. Yeah, I don't really. Yeah, I still like if I'm like hot enough. If I'm like, if I'm like parched, I'm parched and I come in and eat a watermelon. I still need like something. Yeah, I don't think it's uh, better than a nice glass of milk with some watermelon. (laughs) And as we said earlier in the opener, we're going to talk about the NBA trades. Um, this is groundbreaking news. You may not have heard this. I'll be like Woj on the pod right now. I'm dropping a bomb. Russell Westbrook traded to the Rockets for Chris Paul in a 2024 first-round pick. And a 2026. And, and 2026. And a 2021 pick swap. Wow. So the um, Thunder are stocking, stockpiling on trades as, in addition to that, they also traded Paul George to the Clippers um, and Kawhi Leonard time with the Clippers. So a super team is being built with the Clippers, um, and with that, the Clippers sent five, I believe, five picks and two players. Five, five protected and one unprotected first round. That is first nuts. Round so they, the Thunder will be stocked for the future, you know, looking to build through the draft. But in um, after all these moves, after the entire offseason, Colin, who do you view as the clear favorites in the entire NBA, but more specifically in the West because that's where more action happened? I don't really think there's a clear favorite. Okay, if you had to pick one team. Oh, jeez. I mean, I guess I go with the Clippers because they're a team that actually play defense. And defensive-minded coach and a defensive-minded scheme. They also have Patrick Beverly at the the one. Yeah, Patrick Beverly, probably the best defensive point guard in the entire association. Like, imagine this. If the Clippers decide to switch that particular game, Imagine, like, I don't know, if you're Russell Westbrook on the Rockets playing the Clippers. So let's just assume Patrick Beverly's guarding you. You switch. Kawhi's guarding you. You switch again. Paul George is guarding you. Yeah, like, it's, it doesn't stop. It's like a three-headed monster. Like, those might be the three, three of the five best defensive players in the league. You probably add in, like, Rudy Gobert. Um, maybe Giannis. Maybe Giannis. Yeah. But besides that... Those three are definitely one, three of the best defenders at their respective positions. Patrick Beverly is tenacious, um, and he's obviously has led a good offense before. So for me, also, I'm gonna go with, uh, well, no, I'm gonna go with the Lakers for my for my favorites in the West. I just think that you can't refute um, LeBron's success he's had in the past. I think people forget he's been to eight straight finals. I think he's still the best player in the world, even though Kawhi Leonard's catching up to him. Um, him and AD are a better duo. And with the addition of DeMarcus Cousins, 
um, Danny Green to the Lakers, and uh, Kyle Kuzma improving in his second year. I'm, I'm saying the Lakers are going to be better than the Clippers. Okay, before I talk, you just said Kawhi Leonard is catching up to LeBron. Yeah. There's still a lot of guys in between that. False. Yeah. Wait, Kawhi Leonard, I'm going... Uh, Kawhi Leonard, I'm going... I'm, second, putting, I'm still I, putting I say, KD in front of him. Like, I, Well, KD's wait, injured for this. Is this on the air right now? KD's injured. Yes, this is on the air right now. <laughs> no, but <laughs> there's no way that Kawhi is number two in the yes, league. Yes, Kawhi is number two in the league. KD is injured for this year. Kawhi oh, is the second best God. player. Okay, in the but league. he was like he was like a good player all star coming into this year, and now all of a sudden exactly he's he improved. Two. I'm going number Blasphemous. two. Blasphemous. Yes. I'm going LeBron. Blasphemous. LeBron number one. KD number two. All right. Well, also well, you I just thought... changed yourself now. What did I say? You said Kawhi number two. Yes, LeBron number one, Kawhi number you just two. Just said KD number two. No, Stop okay, mixing your sorry. words. LeBron number one, K- uh, Kawhi number two. Oh, that is terrible. Just that terrible. Is bad. Okay, what's your wait? Wait, I prefer. I also thought, what if the con- the Western Conference Finals, all seven games in the Staples Center? Whoa! Whose house? Whose house? <laughs> King's that, house. King's house. That is actually crazy to yeah. think about. Yeah, that, that, that is. is we'll know it's LeBron's house then, huh, Kawhi? Huh, huh, huh. That's gonna be. That's gonna be. Yeah, that, that would, that would be, be nice. Okay, but Lakers are definitely dominating that. I would say. I, Unless, I, I agree. Well, but, well no, I mean, we're forgetting. By, by Steve, I don't know. About, I don't know no, but Steve Ballmer could buy all the tickets out if that is legal because he is the richest owner in the league and he could buy the 16th most expensive franchise in the entire league. I think Babylers are, are buying tickets. That's what I think. Yeah, we're making so much money <laughs> off this pod, you know. <laughs> okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need to add a, a sleeper pick to my uh, Western Conference picks. Uh, Utah Jazz. Okay, everyone's jumping on the no, back. No, 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 Everyone's got to calm down stop. on that bandwagon. You're no. Just, you're just no. jumping on the fat bandwagon that's already I'm expanding. I'm not. No. Stop it. What seed were they last year? Uh, Five. Without Mike Conley and Bojan Bogdanovic. Okay. Two, Mike two Con- lethal okay. scores. No. Lethal? Yes. Lethal? Yes. No. They're Offensively. Not, they probably score 20 points a game. That's not lethal. You know who's lethal? Kawhi Leonard. No. You're just jumping on a bandwagon because a bunch of ESPN You're people... jumping on the Kawhi bandwagon after one year. Yeah. Well, I don't think it's after one year. He's been to two straight finals. He's, led... He's been the best player on those finals teams. Yeah. His other finals was in 2011. Uh, no, that's false. 2013. Yes, exactly. That's still six years ago. I still think he's the second best player in the league. Okay, next topic. <laughs> and now we'll venture into the next topic of underrated desserts. Um, I'll start you off, I guess. So I got I got two. My first one is going to be a peach cobbler. This is a summer treat, I would say, but I feel like peaches are a very, very underrated fruit. Yes, they may be expensive, but it is definitely worth it because of the... Bang ju- for your buck. Yes. The juiciness and the overall flavor of the fruit is just... So much better than, like, apples and all those other basic fruits, you know, like bananas and oranges. Um, peaches, especially good in baking dishes. As I mentioned before, the cobbler, you get the nice myriad of the juiciness of the um, of the peach paired with, um, you know, crispy um, flavoring on top in the cobbler. I, you can't beat it. Very underrated. I highly suggest you try it out. Rocco? All right, so most underrated dessert, in my opinion, is Brigadeiro. It's from Brazil. Uh, they're like little caramel 
They look like poop balls. Yeah, they're little caramel shit balls. <laughs> that, that are, they taste like fudge. It tastes amazing. Wait, so is it just like fudge balls pretty much? Or is it anything so else? it's uh, like condensed milk, sugar, and then you just... Oh, and butter, right? Yeah, and butter, and then you just mix it in the pan until it boils, and then after it cools down, you just put some sprinkles on it. Pretty good. Magic in a ball. Yep. Okay, for mine, I'm going to do an American staple, vanilla soft serve ice cream. I still feel like it's underrated. Vanilla soft serve ice cream. Oh, I'd, a nice cone, summer day, vanilla soft serve. Nothing beats nothing, it. Nothing, nothing beats it. Yeah. Do you know, <laughs> do you know any, um, besides DQ, is there like any other place that's like really known for their soft serves? Milwaukee Ice Cream Company. Oh, fair enough. Yep, fair enough. Uh, for mine, I'm going to go with uh, pies. I feel like this is very um, limited. Pies are underrated. Since when? Well, when There's do people... different types of pies. Okay, so yeah, also... okay, okay. okay. you got to go into detail about yeah. this. Okay, so like, apple pie, American staple. like. But I feel like at Thanksgiving, you know, they're never underrated. That's we still have our pumpkin Okay, that's pies. what I'm once saying. I'm saying it's once a year in like the fall or whatever, I... when you have your pumpkin pie, apple pie. I think pumpkin pie, pie is good enough Cherry? to have more than once a year. Yes, that's what, like nobody buys for a dessert. When they're having a gathering, oh, I'm gonna go buy and buy a pumpkin pie. It just like doesn't come to people mind, people's mind, and that's why I think it's underrated. Yeah, that's fair enough. Because I feel like apple pie is used widely throughout the year. But to your point, pumpkin pie, I you're right. I have it once a year, but I do think, yeah, I would I would like to have it more often. Maybe I mean, is it that pumpkin just isn't in season the rest of the year? But I mean. You can use all, you can use pureed pumpkin just stock up on it. It doesn't go it's old. It's like think. manufactured anywhere. So I don't right. Know. So that's why I think it's a little underused for uh, the good taste it has. Yeah. Okay. So Rocco Cullen, here's our guest today. As I said before, and as two of uh, my greatest friends on this planet, we had an unbelievable year during lunch this year, and the lunch name is Lunch Buds. Rocco is the founder of the Lunch Buds. I just wanted to talk about the creation story behind it and, you know, what all, what all goes into it and, you know, the sacrifice you have to put in every day to have such a great group of buds at, at your house. <laughs> so tell us the creation story. Uh, well, one day people just started coming to my house and I couldn't keep them locked out, so <laughs> I had to let them in. Because my mom would yell at me if I left them outside. And then after a while, we started a fight club, which is pretty much the main part of Lunch Buds. Every Friday, we'd pick a matchup, and two people would basically go at it in my backyard with punching gloves on. Three rounds, 30 seconds. Videos all around from all angles. Yep. Oh, yes. I knocked out Andrew twice. <laughs> yep. You did. That, that, is, that, nice. that is factual. Yep. Um, now... Can you go into, like, the daily struggle of being the host of Lunch Buds? I know your mom really gets on you about being clean, and she's not an easy woman to please. Oh, no, she is not. I am constantly yelled at, and there is shit thrown all around the house. Calvin, I'm talking about you and your damn popcorn. Uh, yeah. I have to constantly sweep. More work than I've done in my life. Wait, so, so, so just let me get the agenda of the Lunch Buds. So Monday through Thursday, you're just eating. You don't do fight. Yeah, oh, no, but, no, no, but Monday we, through Thursday, we discuss the fight schedule and who we think is a fair fight. Yeah, like and we then, don't place official bets, but 
Next if, year, we, we're going to start getting into the betting game. Yeah, so, so can I put money money on fights from afar? Yes, but sure. only if I make more money than I lose. <laughs> yes. Okay, okay. Oh, also, another dream of the Lunch Buds is to create the water polo team, as we said. Oh, yes, water polo team. Andrew and I have always wanted to become founders of the Whitefish Bay water, water polo, polo team. Please, oh. let's have some support. Get this team together. Create some funding. Yep. yep, lots of funding. In addition to the water polo team, I would say major like about half the members are a part of a CYM team in the winter. You know, us speedos are not required. Nope, not for the not for the water polo team. But back to the CYM, we do run a pretty killer basketball squad. And now CYM baseball. So we are also going to have Catholic baseball. Yes, I like the idea. We'll get it running soon. Yeah, and Rocco. So more of the fighting here. So on like the Friday, just like. Pound lunch for like 20 minutes and then you get after it. <laughs> yes, that is actually exactly how we run it. We like to make it a better chance of people throwing up in case you get a good gut punch in there. Yep. We want lots of good footage. Oh, Rocco's dad actually really risked it. Last day of lunch, come we come home, huge barbecue out in the backyard, burgers galore, bacon, chips. What else we have? Soda. Oh, ice. oh and a couple weeks before, like. A whole, ribs. a ton of ribs. Racks two racks and racks. Two, two racks, racks. Of ribs. Yes. Yeah. That's really risky. Yeah. I would want just, you know, a little, little, some, some oh, cashews. And, and ice cream like bars. Ice cream bars. Oh, ice cream bars, bars with it. Yeah. Twix and Milky Way. Yeah. We went nuts. So yeah, the fight club is basically, we just go ham on each other. It's friendly fighting, but you got to. But don't go, the week, think, don't go thinking this is an amateur thing. No. This is pro. We have rankings and everything. Yep. Rocco, you were second. Yes. I was Peter fourth. was first okay but I to be fair first. Cullen, no, Cullen is we cannot allow Cullen to fight due to serious damage to other people's brains is he a men amongst boys pretty much yes, yes. yeah <laughs> um there would be no chance if Cullen would end there just... Andrew almost fought me for twenty dollars for a 30 second round yeah yes but, but I I we do couldn't, not want to risk, risk any it. like comas or anything here we're I, not trying I, to get I, I still kind of so him, yes you know. I'm mistaken Cullen was first Peter was second, I was third, Andrew was fourth, Birdie was fifth, and that just kept going on down there. Who are Except some of the Brian. bottom feeders? Like, who are the people who, like, Brian, Ryan, 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 Ryan just got his ass kicked so, by so, everybody. So explain this guy. Terrible like, like, Just, like, no, okay, so no Morgan, awareness. Morgan went at him, and Morgan so made him. So Morgan is a terrible fighter, but he knocked out Brian, put him to tears. Brian is a... <laughs> Brian is a subpar JV soccer player defender. <laughs> um, a, well, a good story about him is we were playing our rivals Marquette in soccer. Uh, I think uh, his freshman year. Scores tied 1-1. Let's the ball go by him. Forward comes over, <laughs> scores the winning goal. They lose 2-1. Loss is pretty much all on Brian. And he doesn't take any blame on it. So that's pretty much the type of kid that Brian is. <laughs> And it shows. I mean, Karma caught up to him this year in the fighting. So is his body, how, what's his, what is his what's his body build? What's I mean, he's, he's basically like Andrew, but about fifty pounds less. Not fifty. Yeah, 20. so probably, a- Andrew without he's any a muscle. Worse, he's so, a worse version of Andrew. So probably five ten, one twenty five ish. I would say. Yeah, I, I'd give him a little more, like one forty. Yeah, a lot of freckles. Um, I do want to state that our first fight. Andrew did knock him to the ground in one punch. Yes. It was, okay, I, I think I've seen the video. But, yes, but, it was a great video. If you haven't seen it, you should look it up. It'll definitely be on the internet. We'll, we'll post it on the Bay Brothers Twitter. How about that? Yes, yes, that'll be... And we also have to post my 360 punch against Andrew. Yeah, we that can do that. That is definitely the punch of the year, in my opinion. Yeah, we can do that. That's fair. Right. Yeah. Brian does have the brains, though. 
If we're being not fair anymore. enough, fair enough. Not no, anymore. No. 4-0. Morgan knocked them all out. Four, he does have a 4-0, but, you know, it, it you, can, you, can have, you can have all the 4-0s in your life, but if you really can't defend yourself, what's life worth fighting for? Yeah. You could get shot in an alleyway at any point. Yep. And now as the second half um, of baseball will be starting up soon, the trade deadline is approaching quickly as it is July 31st with no waivers, no nothing past that. So it's a hard deadline this year. And uh, we're just going to throw out some names and some teams we think um, could match up come the deadline. So one for me, um, I'm going to say uh, Mass and Bubgarner to the Twins. Um, they're not as no trade list. Um, so I think this could be a good fit. I think the Twins need some sort of uh, presence who's been in the playoffs and knows what what he's doing, honestly, because I don't think they have any have really any experience or any sense of direction there. Do the Twins have the farm system for that? I don't really know. Um, I feel like the, everyone I mean, has. <clears throat> I think the Twins do have like three or four pieces that they could just I mean, deal they, the they, Giants. They have Royce Lewis. To but start Royce Lewis, but first. I don't think ago. they're going to give him up. I think that'd be honestly stupid. But I think they could. I think I anybody know. else is on the market. I don't know. I think I don't think anything is stupid for the Twins because this is their window. Like they don't have a lot of time there. Um, I, I don't think it's like a lucky year for them, but everyone's, you know, clicking right now. They're all um, on the right page. Their chemistry, their, their chemistry is like the opposite of oil and vinegar. They're just meshing together. And um, I think, I think this is the year for them and they should go all in on Mad Bum. You know, obviously a proven great postseason pitcher. I think his ERA is below one um, throughout the postseason. Which yeah, is but like also, remarkable. but also like, his regular season performance right now is pretty bad, honestly. I, I think he can pick... I mean, I, I know his ERA. I think it was like 4.2 last time I checked. But I think he can definitely improve on that with, you know, just um, being more... Like, on the Giants right now, it's harder for him to focus on baseball right now. Kind of out of the pennant race. But once he gets on the Twins, I think he can, you know, pick up the gears and really wind up to be an excellent pitcher um, in a pennant race. Okay, for my second half move, I'm going to go with Will Smith to the Dodgers across town. Um, for this one, the Dodgers are, I mean, I think the Yankees are the most complete team in baseball, top to bottom, but I think the Dodgers are a close second. And Will Smith, left-handed reliever, proven pitcher. I think that would be a, a big help for them in their already pretty good bullpen. Maybe a setup man for Kenley Jansen just to get just to get to the ninth. Yeah, or a lefty specialist just to get out of jams. And the John, or the Dodgers definitely have the pieces to trade for um, Will oh, Smith. Yeah. Their farm system's always great, and obviously they have the money for it. I think it'd be a good move on both parts. Giants really not using him for anything, and uh, Dodgers obviously could just use more pieces to try to boost in their bullpen and go for a third straight World Series. I, I think Will Smith, like lefty. Re- Lefty specialist, I think he's better than that. I mean, yeah, I think he just could, could be like a pure eighth inning setup guy. Uh, another move for me, I'm going to say uh, Trey Mancini to the Padres. This one isn't a right now move. Um, I don't think the Padres will get a wild card spot, even though they're on the mix right now. Um, Trey Mancini has a few more years of arbitration. Um, been a great power out, power hitting outfielder for the Orioles. Um, he has no value in Baltimore right, Baltimore right now. I think you could add to the young core that the Padres are building up in San Diego. Yeah, piggybacking off that trade, I'm going to go with another uh, second-half move. I'm going Noah Syndergaard to the Padres. 
similar to the Trey Mancini trade. I believe Syndergaard's available till the 2021 season. I think he's under contract till then. So it'd kind of be a deal for the future. And obviously the Padres have a nice young nucleus with Tatis, Hunter Renfro, in addition to other pieces. So I, I think it'd be a great move for their organization and the well-being of their team. And uh, Monday night, we had the home run derby. And Tuesday night was the all-star game in Cleveland. Um, Cleveland did a great job of hosting all the all-star game festivities. It was great weather out there. Um, so overall, congrats to Cleveland on hosting a great all-star game and home run derby. So for the home run derby, Pete Alonso takes the cake. But the real show we all know is Vlad Jr. Um, breaking the two records for the opening round. Would it kind of be like, you know... Vladimir Guerrero getting the pie because you think it's underrated, but, you know, P. Alonso getting the cake. Is that a good comp? I'm kind of lost, honestly, but sure. Remember pie from earlier? No, you no, know, I know. I, I get saying, it, but, like... Like, was your take that pie sure, is superior sure, sure. to cake? Sure, sure, yeah. So we're saying Vlad with the pie, Alonso with the cake. Sure. Yes. <laughs> I mean, okay. Well, just, just going off this, I think um, it gave some more, some more clout for Vlad Jr. to show that I mean, even though he's struggling right now, he obviously has the yeah. raw capability. He looked like like college basketball's version, or MLB's version of Zion Williamson, kind of. Yeah, I mean, in that home run derby, it looked like he was unstoppable. The only reason he lost is because he had to take, you know, 30-plus extra swings. Oh, more, to... more than that. Well, I'm saying from the normal, like, 29. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, more than way more than P. Alonso took, but, I mean, um, obviously, you could see he was, he was hitting um, outside fastballs on the black to left field bleachers. Yes, he was unbelievable. It was it was crazy to watch. But I think the home run derby was excellent this year. Um, I saw a tweet that said um, the home run derby does more marketing for the sport in baseball than the other 364 days a year, and that is a true testament to what the derby does for Major League Baseball. Provides some coverage. I think non-baseball fans, you know, casual fans, really dig into it and uh, find it really appealing. And also, um, with the All-Star game, the AL wins, what is that, their seventh straight, sixth straight? Yeah, they've gone 19 um, and 3 in the last 22 games. Yeah, something crazy like that um, before when the NL was dominating back in, like, the 70s and 80s. But, um, anyway, Shane Bieber um, takes home the MVP. I think that was a weak, the side. I think that was a weak move. I think it should have been Michael Brantley. Yeah, I'm I agree. On this one. I mean, hometown guy, Michael Brantley. I mean, he, I know he's on the Astros. They, now, they but... took the lead. Um was that in the second inning or whatever, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, to get the, the run on the board, get out the schneid. But I guess it's hard to say, like, I guess they're going to give it to the Cleveland guy who struck on the side in the meat of the order, but, yeah, you know, I, oh well. I think if the NL would have won, Castillo probably would have won it. Did you see him? Oh, yeah, he was looking pretty change nasty up. on that thing. Oh, yes. change yeah. up was diving. Yes. Okay, also, within the All-Star game, something unique they have is those in-game interviews. They saw the Yelich Bellinger. Francisco Lindor was, un- was like, he was comical out Fre- there. Freddie Freeman. Yep, he was hilarious. Okay, so going back to that, do you think that MLB should do um, those interviews like in regular season games? Is that something they could add to be more marketing? Because um, obviously attendance is down, and um, our generation is less interested in the sport of baseball than you know Gen Xers and um, what's it called, boomers, baby boomers. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you think that would be something that MLB should add? I mean. Obviously, it would help because it's more entertaining. We can all see that, but realistically, it just doesn't make sense. I think it, they should like do more mic'd up moments, not like interviews, because interviews like that'd just be distracting. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like mic'd up, just more like for the fans, just to see what what it's like on the field. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, just to hear the calls and everything. But yeah, you're right. I mean, it's way too distracting. There's too many things going on in a game um, for a player to have to worry about, you know, what they're saying to an announcer um, during the game. And now we have our soft tissue tough cookie as usual. Once again, soft tissue is a team uh, player person who's underperformed in your opinion the last week or so. Tough cookie, somebody's over overperformed or just been uh, doing well in the last week or so. So I'll start off with my soft tissue, and that's going to be all-star all-star snubs. Um, I thought um, like guys like Fernando Tatis Jr., um, Rafi Devers, guys like that should have got into the all-star game, and I wish they um, would expand it a little bit, even if they didn't get an A-B or so. My soft tissue is going to be the SP, specifically the best male athlete and um, best female athlete. Because the female athlete was preposterous. Alex Morgan, the best female athlete in the world? That's crazy. That's shenanigans. She was brutal in the World Cup. Yes, she scored five goals against Thailand. But besides that, a good header and a nice... And a nice Don't act th- like you're foreign. And Thailand. Thailand. It's Thailand. Okay, oh that's, that's, Thailand. Body that's, part. that's how part of my take announced um, Thailand. So, nah, well, just... This is Babylers. We're different, man. <laughs> okay. We're professional. They scored five, okay, she scored five goals against Thailand. And then she scored one goal against England. Yes, her celebration was beast. But besides that, she was a non-factor. So who do you think should get it then? Um, like Osaka, the tennis player, or um, Brianna Stewart, dominant WNBA star. Um, oh, the Sabrina Uzinku. Um, she's the Oregon. She she was serving triple doubles at Oregon. She was unbelievable. I thought she should have got it, actually. Or Simone Biles. Just not Alex Morgan. She was not that good in the World Cup. Giannis, I'm okay with that selection. I didn't think he was the best athlete in the entire world. For me, I would have gone with, like, Nadal. He was unbelievable this year as a tennis player. For my soft cookie, I'm going to go with the Milwaukee. No, soft tissue. Soft tissue. My bad. I'm going to go with the Milwaukee Brewers, finishing as uh, 47-44 and 44 going into the All-Star break. Obviously underachieving. Hardest division in baseball. Only three games above 500 with that roster. But still, we're pretty lucky. We're, what, game out first? I think game, yeah, game and a half. half yeah, game and a half. half. Right, we're still okay. pretty lucky to be that, though. I really, I really think Stairs needs to do something with the starting rotation or bullpen. Got to do something. You got to improve. But that's my uh, soft tissue. For my uh, soft tissue, I mean tough cookie. My bad. Uh, tough cookie, I'm going to go with the U.S. women's soccer team. Uh, winning back-to-back U.S. Uh, excuse me, winning World Cups um, back-to-back. Um, winning yeah. that one last week, so Fair enough. hats off there. My tough cookie is just going to be fireworks, specifically the way Rocco does fireworks. If you want to chime in here, um, the fireworks that Rocco does are unbelievable. They really catch you by surprise. You'll hear a couple of videos of me screaming during them. It just, it just, you know. Okay, Colin, you want to um, share a video? We'll, we'll share the audio here. All right, here we go. Andrew Hall, everyone. Come on, man. Come on. Were you that surprised? It really caught me by surprise. It it got me freaking out. I was just amazed at how cool they are. You've never, like, seen a fire court like that? Well, like, I've never seen the bottle rocket. It just went nuts. I thought it was just cool. All right. Gotta express your emotion. For my tough cookie, I'm going to go Coco Goff, the American woman's tennis player, 15 years old, making it to the round of 16. 
I mean, 15 years old, playing professional tennis, hitting 125 mile an hour serves. That's pretty impressive. Pretty nuts. Shout out to her. <laughs> Isn't yours up? I did my fireworks. I'll use fireworks right up. Yeah, okay. All right, now we have our second final four of the day. And it'll be things to do or just, like, things of being lazy. Or, like, ways to procrastinate, kind of. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Rocco, get so started. one of my favorite things to do is telling my parents I'm going to take the dog for a walk, then land the Cahill turf and do nothing for a good hour, walking back home and say I did a five-mile run. That is pretty beastie. That's, a, that's fantastic. Uh, for mine, I'm going to do... Uh, I don't know if this is a thing for you guys, but just the suspense of just... Like, going home and going through your Twitter feed. Like, yeah, it's, it's like, a relaxing activity. It's great, like, I love doing it. I could do it for hours at a time. Just go all the way down, refresh, whole new, like, little page of stuff. Is it the same for Instagram? Yes, no, no. it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think, because you can just go through all the top stories and Instagram. Yeah, that's definitely a good way of being yeah. lazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for mine, I'm going to go with a uh, wet paper towel. I'm going to explain this a little more here. So, is it sexual? <laughs> no. <laughs> I have had to ask. Uh, Alright, so basically, um, when I eat any food, I don't take a napkin at all. Uh, I take a, a paper towel, get a little damp, so that I don't have to wash my hands. I can just, like, uh, like get my hands wet so I'm just kind of clears off the dirty stuff in my hands so I can continue, like, washing TV or my activity so I don't have to get up and wash my hands then. then I, Why I is that a way of being lazy, though? That's more inventive. Yeah, but that's, then... That's innovative. But yeah. I'm, so but don't I'm, you hate it when the paper towel gets too wet, and then all of it just gets over your face? Little flakes and shreds? <laughs> I mean, a little bit, but usually I'm pretty good at it. By now, I've been doing it for about, probably, say, like, so six years. So you're a professional. Yeah, like, right. I know that, yeah, it's just a... Nice like, you've gone... Seasoned veteran. Yeah, yeah. You, you've yeah. gone through, you know, you got your bachelor's degree in wet paper toweling. Pretty much. The yeah. Vince Carter of wet paper toweling. Yep, exactly. Wow. Been, okay. Been around. Yep. Been around. All right, for my... I got two picks here. First one, I'm going to go, way of being lazy, um, I'll go, I'll go two food ones. First off, cooking. If you know me, I, you know that I'm a really good cook. Uh, but, debatable. Yeah, debatable. Yeah, you yeah, are yeah. a cook. We'll say yes, right now. He has confidence you in are, himself. I, I like that. Yes. You okay. are a cook. Fair enough. But when I cook, I usually have to make my meals very gourmet and they have to be very, very good. But it's a great way of being lazy. You know, I can suck up a whole. really lazy, though? Well, I think it is being lazy because I'm kind of wasting a lot of time. Like, I can take a whole hour, hour and a half cooking something that's pretty basic, you know? You know, you can try to spice it up sometimes, try to multitask as, you know, um, Gen Zs are very good at multitasking. Well, actually, multitasking is not technically a thing. It's technically not a thing, but... It's just moving your... Yes, fair enough. Okay, so I'm going to go cooking for my next one. For my first one, my second one, I'm going to go similar. I'm going to go scrolling through recipes. Um... I have a couple apps of recipe books, and when I'm bored, I usually just scroll through them. Great way to waste time. You know, you're like, I'm going to make that next weekend. You know, a year later, still haven't made it. So, uh, you know, fair enough. Uh, for my next one, I'm going to go with, uh, hmm. all right, I'm going to go with uh, grabbing any food, except instead of, like, actually making something. So when I come home late, and I could really, like, warm up something in the microwave, I could do that, or I could make, like, a sandwich, but then I just, like, instead of just take, like, a few slices of salami, just, like, pound some other snacks quick, usually, instead. Eh. Yeah. 
Yes, yes, yes. I, I, yeah, yeah. 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 You know, yes. you know what I'm saying there? Yeah. How about just eating? Eating in general. Yeah, I, eating. I love eating. Yes. Eating is just kind of like a... Doritos. <laughs> eating Doritos, sure. Yeah. Yes. Okay, Colin, you're up next. I don't know if anyone has said this yet, but... Uh, <laughs> well, just like laying down on the couch, has anyone said that? No. no. Like, your parents ask you to do something, you're on the couch. How, like, like, like how long does that should take you to get up and do it? Two hours. Well, it depends. If I'm watching something... And it, I'll be like, oh, if I'm watching a tennis match, I'll be like, oh, so there's just like two more games left. And then, you know, it'll go an extra time, long tiebreaker. You still got to watch the end of the match. Or if it's you're watching an intense show, you got to watch, you got to see the suspense moment, you know? So it's hard to get up the, from the couch, I would say. Very hard. Yep, that, that's mine. All right. Rock you up so with two. My second one is going to work, putting earbuds in. Watching TV on my computer and ignoring all customers that come in the shop. It is really one of my favorite <laughs> things to do because I'm annoying people, enjoying myself watching TV, and it's just and I'm getting paid for it. So where, where do you work? Missing links. Golf, in the pro shop. Course, yeah, in okay. the pro shop, yeah. Uh, your two. Oh, one? yep, that's my bad. My third favorite thing is well, first let me start off by saying I like to collect one dollar bills. If you give me a $20 bill, I will go to the bank and exchange it for one. <laughs> so I have about I have about $900 in $1 bills. I love to just sit there counting my money for about an hour, <laughs> arranging it in different patterns. Wait, and but forms. then isn't like your wallet kind of messy because you just have a phone? I don't no, no, no. My wallet he's got a secret, fit he's my got wallet. secret stash. I have a safe. I'm, I'm trying to learn from Ryan and putting a hole in my wall, but I just don't think I can put a hole in my wall. So you just carry on ones? It's no, it's an, I have a safe, and I hid the key. Do you have any, like, 20s or 5s or anything like that? Yes, but that's only in my walls. I only have one of them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Okay, for my third one, it's kind of a group question. Do you guys have chores that are, like, easy for you? Yeah, like taking out trash, uh, walking dog. But, like, dog. chores that you can do, like, repetitively. Like, dusting. I don't, I don't understand the question. Oh, oh dust, I see what you're saying. Dusting, okay. sweeping. Stuff like that. Like, parents tell you to do something productive. Like, let's say, like, would, would you just, like, go dust something or, like, make it look like you're doing something productive? Oh, like, for like, sure. Like, I, 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 I do that all the time. Like, going to play with my dogs, I'll take them in the backyard and I'll just sit there while they're um, sitting yeah, on the like ground. like on my phone or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a great way of being lazy, but you're also doing something at the same time. Yeah. All right, for my next one, I'm going to say... Um, when you text people, random people, they don't really talk to you that much. When you're sitting at home and you have like nothing to do, and you're are you drunk or intoxicated <laughs> while doing this? No. It's oh, just... well, then you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Usually, it's just dropping uh, either like "What's up?" or maybe just like some uh, what are the uh, pigeon games or uh, or uh, what are you doing? Yeah, 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 something like that. Yeah, I want to let you know that I hate those people. <laughs> well, I, I can guarantee you this. I won't be texting you. I don't get any texts, so don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, that's like a once-a-year occasion, usually. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I got two here? Yeah. Two. Okay. I'm going to go with, uh, for my first one, I will go with, um, I'll go with making, taking out the trash, a whole art. Okay. Not taking out the trash, but taking out the trash and then putting the trash bin next to the curb when it's garbage day. So that is my responsibility for every week. I take great pride in doing the job well. But when I do it, I make the whole 
the trash in a whole ordeal. It takes me usually a solid 15 minutes. First off, you know, I usually put, uh, if I have no socks on, you know, I'll make sure I put some socks on, get some good shoes on. Then I got to find the right podcast, get the podcast to the exact right moment where I want to listen to, plug in my headphones. Then, you know, I'll usually stop in the family room, watch TV for, you know, a solid five minutes. Then I'll go back to the trash, um, you know, bring it all the way down, maybe chill outside for a little bit, and then come back in. It's a whole ordeal, but it's a great way of being lazy at the same time. Time-consuming. Very yeah, time-consuming. Time-consuming, but... Very um, wasting time there. Yeah. Just got to get it done. Yeah. And then my last pick, I will go with... Um, I'll go with lying next to my dog. You know, my dog is sleeping, you know, on the couch or something. I'll just lay with them, you know, pretending I'm sleeping, doing something productive, but I'm really not. And I know I have to do something, but you're just laying next to your dog. It's very peaceful. Oh, wait, no, it's me. Sorry. Yep. Um, for my last pick, I'm going to go with, uh, uh, when you come home late or whatever, or just not feeling it, just not brushing your teeth before you go to bed. Um, I'm a tube brusher morning, night as usual. And, uh, I just feel like a little sly dog sometimes giving that night brush. <laughs> okay. For my final one, I'm going to do listening to rain. Again, I don't know if you guys do this, but I love listening to rain. Just like on audio on Spotify? No, like next natural, to my bed, in my bed, in my bedroom. Oh, on my bed, rain. open window, like just listen to it. it. It's I could peaceful. fall asleep to yeah. it any time in the day. I like it. Yeah. All right, so my last one will probably be looking through Amazon for brass knuckles, knuckles and dangerous weapons. <laughs> it is actually one of my favorite things to do since. It's very rare that I do find something that is dangerous and able to kill somebody. So it's being effective and lazy at the same time. Well, it depends, because usually I never find anything. I have to go into lots of bad websites that usually <laughs> give me viruses. Because it's really hard to find a good pair of brass knuckles. And, yeah, I just can't find any anywhere. Okay, and this will conclude the Bay Brothers Well, pod. no, no, we, we got to do some honorable mentions. Honorable here. mentions, oh you were right. I totally forgot about that. So okay. one of my favorite things to do is add new music to my Spotify playlist yes. and just go through tons of random songs that I used to hear and add them yeah, back. Yeah, I have that one too, listening to like a new album or something and you think you're going to put it on, but then you really don't. I got um, Ways of Being Lazy, like cheating on homework assignments. I'm not one to do this much, but, you know, Colin, I know you're in that category sometimes. Yeah, um, um, Way of Being Lazy, driving somewhere that's like really close to you, like, my high school, it's a five-minute walk, but I could, um, you know, drive there in a minute, but then you have to park and walk, so it's really not being, it's really less time-consuming, it's bad for the environment, so real big way of being lazy. One of my favorite things to do is just go up to my mom and annoy the shit out of her. Just start complaining about random things. I also do this to my brother, my dad, and my dog. Sometimes my, my when, sometimes that's a low point right no, there. No, 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 no. It's funny. Sometimes my dog is sleeping. I'll sneak up behind him, just do a loud clap like that. He'll jump up, and I, I really enjoy the little few seconds jumping that it does. And this concludes episode thirty-nine of the Bay Brothers podcast, and we'll close with "Since You've Been Gone" by Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. Um, Rocco Cullen, legendary guest. Thanks for being on the pod. Always welcome to come back. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you. Anytime. I had, I had a lot of fun. I had a hell of a time out here. Thank you, guys, and uh, all you listeners. Um, enjoy your week. Yes. Make America great again. Yes. Thanks for listening to the pod. Stay classy. Yes.